Are we in? Am I live? Am I rolling? This is Alex's job. Welcome to Brown Bag Bats, presented by Spurts, your daily dose of quit hit handicapping and uh, sports and analysis. I'm not sure how what he says. He always does that uh, for me, so I've never had to do this. But yes, Alex, out for the week. We'll have some good guests. We'll have some guest hosts. I'm rolling solo on a Monday because there's plenty to do, plenty to talk about anyway. So by all means, hit me up in the chat so I have somebody to talk to. I will talk to you. I will answer your questions. I will try. But yeah, fun weekend, weird weekend. PGA props did good. PGA everything else didn't. I don't think any of my outrights even had a sniff. I mentioned that to somebody who had some outrights. I knew some people who had some John Rahm outrights. I knew people who had John Rahm matchups. That was a very odd situation. I'm not going to delve into the politics of, you know, getting vaccinated or not. I just know regardless of how I felt about the vaccination, if I had paychecks the size of his on the, you know, on the line for something like that, I would probably get the vaccination. That would make me super nervous if something like that would happen. Obviously, worst case scenario for him. He'll probably be fine financially. He's won some other tournaments. Really sucks for him. And it's going to come right up next to it for the, you know, the U.S. Open here as far as his quarantine period. I think he'll be fine since he's non-symptomatic. But uh, yeah, John Rahm probably should have run one fun. I cashed my playoff bet. If you caught that on approaching green, four to one for there to be a playoff. So that was nice to get home. I got a top 20 at three to one home. Not Kazire. I'm trying to think who it was. Gooch. Yeah, I got a Gooch at top 20. Matsuyama just never was there. Daily stuff was okay. Head heads were okay. I'll get into Congaree later. We'll have some golf guests on this week to talk about this tournament since it is a very odd one-off thing. We're going to not... Uh, similarly to how the Raptors and Blue Jays were not playing in Canada because of all the crossing border travel that would have to occur. We are not having RBC Canada this year. So they're going to have a one-off tournament down on the Atlantic coast, I suppose we'll call it. But otherwise NBA was fun. I'm glad the clips are through, I guess. I don't know. I don't really have any outrights that really matter on that side anymore anyway. So I'll just cheer for some good turn, some good matchups. My Sixers need to get stuff together. We'll get to that. But yeah, kind of the big news was Julio finally, uh, finally finding his way to a different team. I don't know people are back and forth on the compensation on this. I don't really ever have a strong take on this because every market's so different. They say, you know, they should have got more, but they were in a tough position here. Kind of makes me wonder about their draft, why they decided to go this way, if this is what the team's going to look like. I'm still all in on Art Smith, coach of the year. That's a bet I've already made. I think Atlanta can be good, but yeah, this is a, this was a weird, this was a weird thing. It was, it was like the Titans backfilling a spot that didn't need to be backfilled. Like they, they have a strength on offense. I'm not sure if this was exactly where you wanted to go, especially with the defense. Uh, Saw a tweet on Twitter from somebody. That's where I usually see my tweets. But I saw a tweet on Twitter from somebody I really respect. And Mr. Clev, I say Clev because that's what Drew says. I'm going to say Cleve because it's based out of Cleveland. Cleveland TA, I'll read it for anyone listening to the podcast. He said Tennessee had the sixth best injury luck last year, which is you know a, a ranking uh, several places put together regarding how many starts they missed due to injury. 
finished with the best red zone t- touchdown percentage, went six and one in true one score games, four and oh in three points or less. Their defense ranked 28th in EPA allowed, plus second lowest pressure percentage versus an average NFL offensive schedule. They lost two top cover corners and added two injury risks in Farley and Bud. Not sure Julio covers all this up. Yeah, this is the take. I mean, this is the take. Their defense stunk. Their coverage stunk. They couldn't get any pass rush. Go back and look at the Bengals game. And there's some really big deficiencies on the defensive side of the ball. And they go and add, you know, Julio Jones. So not 100% sure. I love this. Uh, We can look at the odds real quick, too. I know some people had some tweets out about some of the odds adjustments. Atlanta's still 75, 80 to one. That's probably still fair. Yeah. And so Patrick in the chat says, and Julio is 32 years old. So Atlanta, um, 75 to one to win it, 25 to one to win the NFC and about uh, nine to one to win their division, which is fair because they do have the reigning champs within the division. I'm not rushing to grab any of these numbers. Like I said, I backed Art Smith to win coach of the year. I think they have a decent opportunity to be good, make the playoffs as a wild card. The NFC is kind of wide open. If I were to bet anything Atlanta, if I actually, you know, if I actually loved Atlanta after this, I'd probably bet NFC. But yeah, the Tennessee odds were, you know, the ones where we've seen some adjustments. And yeah, still 40 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, uh, 14 to 1 in the AFC, and second favorite most places, favorite maybe some places to win the division with the Colts. I'm not, I'm not rushing to jump on either of these, but uh, I do think my coach of the year maybe has a little bit of a narrative help now because you could say, oh, Art Smith won like 11 games or, you know, they made the playoffs as a wild card after Julio left. Like that's just a little additional narrative bump since it's a media award. So I will continue to love the Falcons as like a long shot to make the playoffs. Maybe I make the playoff price, but uh, I don't know if this really affects this. Um, maybe a Calvin Ridley. I don't know if you're fantasy people. I think there's probably some adjustments. You could strong adjustments. You can make them. I like him a lot. Uh, either way, I'm not, I'm not too jacked about this for the Titans. The Titans defense, if it still stinks like this, it's not going to matter. Although we might have another long stretch of over games for the Titans. Again, I mentioned Alex is gone, but not forgotten. He's out there on the road shooting picks my way he will still be he will still be firing some things so and i actually have one this is not a strong take but whenever i take an nba side or total and a bunch of people i talk to that actually bet it agree i'm super jacked and i'll actually put this one on the screen but yeah alex went denver phoenix under 220 don't have an explanation he just posted it said this is what i'm playing today if you want maybe bug him he's on his honeymoon. We'll see if he answers. It's starting to get a little later in the day. I'm sure he's out and about doing some activities, but Denver Phoenix under 220 for him. Um, You can follow him on BetSperts or on his Twitter at underscore noops. He'll have all the stuff he's playing this week. Honeymoon, don't stop a handicap. I played Brooklyn, Milwaukee over a little adjustment off the pre-game, game one total. I think it was 239. Never even close, but kind of a weird game as far as Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a decent three-point shooting team. They shot six for 30 from deep. And really the last, what, I don't know, 10 minutes of this game were just garbage time. There was a way bigger lead than what the final score indicates. 
we saw, I think, Brooklyn give up a 10-0 run or something to make it even look like it was sort of close. So Brooklyn-Milwaukee, I think we get a lot closer to that pregame total of almost 240. And yeah, I, I know it was a weird situation for Harden going out. I don't think we're going to see Blake Griffin and Joe Harris do what they did. But anything they can do, even close to what they did, would be a bonus for this. So over 234.5 for me. And again, when all my NBA friends agree, I'm actually going to put some money behind this one today. So, And from the chat, we're saying, oh, man, Alex got married. Congrats to him. Perhaps Pedosa winning the title would be the ultimate wedding gift. Yeah, I didn't really think we were going to get to too much of French Open tennis. We'll talk a little about uh, – we'll do futures updates here in a second. But uh, Congaree, mentioned that off the bet, right off the top here. We do not have – the RBC Canadian Open because of the, like I said, the travel restrictions. I said, we're not having this. This was, this was decided months and months and months ago. Similar to the workday last year, we're going to have a one-off tournament, the Palmetto at Congaree, somewhere in the Carolinas. I've kind of started to dig into this. I've got some notes I've got to read in this tournament. Just general numbers off of form and some guys who I've been playing lately, <clears throat> Grace 28 to one, which I mean, we are talking about this in a golf chat too. There's a decent chance he withdraws here. He's playing. And if he is able to qualify without having to play this, I think he might be pull up, but yeah, quietly some really good golf fourth last week, one Puerto Rico. He played really well almost every week this year, kind of outside of the players. Um, was my second one there. Coulter guy. I dislike generally as a human being i hate his stupid hats i hate his stupid hair but and he's been carried by the putter a little of late but he does this his approach game came around last week and on top of that he drained you know two weeks ago rather he drained so many long putts late but uh you know his third place was maybe a bit of a mirage but he's playing well kazire bad last week really stinker he had a 76 73 missed cut but outside of that his stuff still looks pretty good and this week should be in the light notes i've looked at so far should be a little less challenging off the tee i know we talked about that last week with uh some of these skinny fairways it's not gonna be quite as bad down at congaree if i'm even pronouncing that right final one would be Mr. Knox. I bet him top 20, I think, didn't quite get there. That was one of my wild cards, or maybe my long shot. Decent ball striker, can't putt for shit, kind of a bad field. There's a half-decent chance one of these top guys withdraws as well. Kind of watch the prices on these or watch the news. A good um, – actually, I'm going to find it. You know what? A good one to follow is just PGA Tour comms. It's PGA Tour and then C-O-M-M-S. Uh, there's a couple other people, Rob Bolton, a couple people that will keep you updated. Would not surprise me if we had some withdrawals for a one-off goofy tournament that no one probably is going to care a ton about right on the, you know, the heels of another major. So keep an eye for that. You do get that weird little uh, golden hour. If DJ were to withdraw, he takes with him, I believe he's eight to one at some places. So he takes 10% of the win equity of the market and throws it away. And you might be able to bet a few numbers while books are readjusting, but I'll be on those for now. I'll have more outrights, props, totals, totals, head to heads. As we go on through the week, we'll get to our approaching the green tomorrow night. I'll talk some golf with the guests this week. I'm kind of excited for these one-offs, honestly. They're, they're fun because you don't have to, 
take too many notes because we're not playing it again. But I will be on these four. And like I said, tennis does soldier on. We had a bit of a weird one this morning with Joker uh, taking with uh, taking a retirement late in the fifth set. Sorry to anybody who live bet him. That's rough. Um, Nadal and Sinner are off right now. But as we know, Alex's picks from the road are usually going to be women's tennis. This one is a WTA 125K. This is below the 250s. This is the challenger version for women. Looks like he's throwing himself together a parlay. Again, I should have maybe looked. I don't know. These are people he's back. Barra for sure. But he actually gave me a hard time trying to pronounce this next one. He says he doesn't even know. There's a very striking lack of vowels at the beginning of this. I'm going to go Murtaza. So Barra, Murtaza, parlay, plus 118. I think this is probably going to be later today. Where are we looking at? PGA 10, PGA. I'm not even sure where this is, truthfully. This could be tomorrow. 125K. Yeah, I'm going to have to hit him up and ask him like exactly where this is even happening. I'm not sure if Flash Score even has these in, but he does have a play for the French Open as well. Rybar. Rebar, I call her. Rybakina. Rybakina? Why don't I know how to say any of these names? It's like I'm zoning out when he's talking. Minus 145 for the French Open. She is going to play Pavlyuchenkova, which I can actually nail that name. That one is going to be really, really early tomorrow morning. That is, I believe these are quarterfinals already. We're getting towards it. Yeah, this is to make the semifinals of the women's draw. So Pavlyuchenkova. I'm really proud of how I can say that one. I'm going to say that more. I'm going to say we're fading Pavlian Chukova at this price. Looks like he can still get this price most places. So he will continue to mail me these. Maybe I'll even grill him about why he's playing them. Tell me to give him a sentence so I can have something to say. But this is the only French Open pick for today. Uh, yes, Bedosa continues on. She's a heavy favorite, uh, again, in her quarterfinal against the Sedancic is somebody we've actually played in the past, but yeah, she's about a minus 250, minus 300 favorite, if I remember right, to win. Um, my guy, Mr. Sitsipas, roughly 225 favorite. I think over Daniil Medvedev, I think that's a tomorrow match as well. So we'll get to that. I'm going to, after this, I'm going to watch the rest in the Dahl Center. Hopefully, Center can push him for a bit. And like I said, guess the rest of the week so you don't have to put up with just me. We'll get into some NBA, we'll get into some hockey, we'll get into some baseball, if that's a little bit of a hint on somebody we might have. It will not be Mitch Keller Day, but it will be a day we can certainly talk about him. And yes, before I get rolling today, if nobody else has anything, quick thanks to the sponsor, The Win Bet. $500 risk-free bets to place on our Pavlian Chinkova fade or any of those NBA plays. The links to sign up are in the pinned tweet at Brown Bag Bets. You can follow me on Twitter, as you can see right below here, at AndyMSFW. Follow at BetSperts for any news they have, and you can check me out on the app at just Andy, A-N-D-Y. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, Twitter's a good way to reach me. I would just do that. And, uh, yeah, best of luck to everything you bet tonight. Like I said, my golf card is slowly coming together. One more thing, deep dive tomorrow will be Euros. We'll have a fun guest for that. 
So if you have any URLs questions, uh, direct that to the at deep dive pod and we will try to get those answered because honestly, if you could do my job for me, that'd be great. And just kind of put some questions together for me to ask. I'm a little out of the loop on the uh, international, I, don't, I almost said club soccer, which is like country soccer, soccer for the countries. So I'm going to have to do a bunch of reading this afternoon. That'll be it for today, I guess. We'll, uh, we'll catch you tomorrow.